Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm your normal host. Uh, <laughs> were you doing Perry. a were you, were you doing a riff on Kyle forgetting his own name? Yeah, a little bit, but we'll see. You know? I was a hey. joke, but I got it. I don't know. I'm just making sure that's where you're going with it, though. I was like, wait a minute, is that what he's doing or not doing? I don't know. Dad's not here, right? So. I don't know. It's kind of kids out to play today. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, I'm here with Zach, <laughs> uh, in traditional Kyle Dornbo spirit. How are you doing today, Zach? Christmas is over. The stress is done. Uh, leading up to these past weeks, work was busy. As on top of that, as you can tell, I wasn't here last week because I was legitimately stressed out. Uh, my in-laws were in town too, um, but no joke. I was. I took last week off straight up because I was stressed. It wasn't just that my in-laws were here. I was straight up stressed, and I needed to like not come on because I was not in in good good spirits leading up to that week. The week's over. I'm in a better mood. I feel great. I took a shower. Like I'm, my wife's back to work at nights. So I only have one kid out of the two. I took a shower before this. I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go. And uh, Kyle backed, you know, Kyle backed out on me. Like, what's he doing? Yeah. I don't uh, know. No. To, in, in all fairness, uh, yeah. it sounded like he had a little bit of an in-law or his parents uh, jumped in kind of spur of the moment on him. So yeah. I guess we can't, can't hold that one no, against no. him. No, um, of course not. No, I'm just busting his but, balls. It is a stressful time of year. We get that. Um, so bear with us as we navigate our own schedules and all that good stuff. Um, so did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was good. Laid back. I kind of wish all the holidays were like this, right? Like usually holidays, you're like driving around to like three different places. You got to go see your aunt and your uncle. You got to drive from one house to the other house. You got 35 parties to go to. Everyone wants to come see the kids and everyone's giving gifts to your kids, but you don't get them gifts because they're older and you don't really like, but then you feel weird. Cause then they're giving you gifts on top of it. Cause you, they got gifts for your kids. So like, Oh, here's a car with some scratchers and some money for you. I'm like, I didn't get you anything. Like, what are you doing? Like I'm a, I'm a grown adult. Like I got, I got my own kids. I can get them gifts, get them gifts. That's fine. Don't get me shit. You know what I mean? Uh, excuse me. You don't have to bleep me out there, but um, like, you don't have to get me stuff. Like the, the I, most I, awkward, like times in the world or when somebody gets you a gift and you totally didn't get them a gift and you're totally. just like you look like a total jerk right yeah. even, even if they like didn't expect you to get one you still feel like a jerk you know yeah i feel terrible i mean even today i got like some like late christmas gifts from like my aunt and my uncle who i haven't seen in like six months because of everything going on right and i'm just like what are you doing like i didn't get you anything i know you're not expecting anything out of me but now i feel terrible and it's just like I don't know. First of all, I am a gift. I, I like to give gifts, right? I hate to, I do not like getting them in any capacity, even if we're exchanging gifts. Like, it's just not my thing. Like, I, it makes me feel awkward, even if I got you something. Like, I just don't like it. Um, but, anyways, Christmas with kids, however, is a fun time. It's a fun time of year, uh, even with all the stress and building a kitchen until like, you know, 12 o'clock at night that, you know, you say you're going to crank it out in like an hour, it takes three the directions are dumb and the, the hardware they give you is almost like putting Legos together. Like, but anyways, we're, we're through that. We're through that. We're onto the new year in like three or four days. Hopefully it's better than this one. <laughs> um, the bar's not really set high. 
Um, so hopefully it's better. Um, but yeah, holiday season is a good and bad time of year. Yeah. How about and, you? How was your Christmas? Um, well, we didn't screw up the prime rib, so I'm going to call that a win and a success. Um, so, uh, you know yeah. what? I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous you had prime rib. <laughs> so, so we, we, uh, we do prime rib at my dad's uh, every year, just about. That's just just a thing. And so I don't know how many people do prime rib, but and I'm I personally don't cook it. However, my understanding is it's very difficult to cook correctly. Yeah. And I so, will not attempt it because of how afraid I am of messing it up. Yeah, and like it's like a big tall order to ask. Like it's Christmas Day, you got to make sure the food's right. Totally, man. Um, you know. So what we do is we we put it in for like I want to say like seven to eight minutes a pound at like like some high temperature and then like after that time frame is up you just turn the oven off and leave it in there without opening it and like leave it there for three hours and it cooks through with the heat that is maintained in there and it comes out beautifully generally really yeah yeah I'll, I'll have to. Um, Get All right. You, well, now get, you, I, get you how that works, and you can try it. Not Christmas to f- see how it works for you, but yeah. Um, well, that sounds interesting. I'm in, I'm interested in that. I want to try that. Yeah, it, it's super good. Um, yeah. So, anyways, the prime rib came out great. So, um, you know, that was good. My other Christmas meal, because uh, I go to my dad's one day and then my mother's uh, another. We had chicken parm for Christmas dinner, and I think we'll get to mix up what type of birds are. Uh, good Christmas eating later in the cast because um, that's on the agenda. Dad's not here. The <laughs> list. We made the list, and I was like, I'm going to add something to this list, spice it up. And uh, I'm like, Mike, we don't have to really do that. And you're like, no, we're doing it. Oh, we're and totally we're gonna- doing it. Totally doing it. So um, why don't we skip over to housekeeping real quick, and then we'll kick into our special holiday segment uh, which will be super dope. Housekeeping! Alright, so housekeeping. Uh, we don't have a ton here. Um, so, this is the weekly plug for, hey, if you need some contrast paints, hey, if you need some army painter stuff, if you're looking for new board games, looking for new miniatures, check us out on the com slash shop. We've got tons of stuff. Um, you know, still, if you're looking for gifts for people that you haven't seen, to the holidays feel free to uh you know check that out um additionally if you're looking to support us uh you not only can check out our store but we have a fifth trooper patreon so um you know that is also a great place to support us and also we do um some uh kind of we send stuff out to our to our patrons every now and then so um great place to check that out um dude invader league season six coming up i'm kind of pumped i know you're like fence sitting about if you're playing or not but uh signups are on january 4th at 1 p.m est uh zach will sign up even though he says he won't <laughs> i've been leaning more yes lately than i have in the past so um if, you know first of all i need a reason to play and invader is a good reason to play right um of course, going into Invader without any practice is kind of intimidating. Uh, second is scheduling games with kids, as we know, because I have one literally sleeping right there. Um, but, it, you know, Kyle said it to me, I think, like, 
precast like two weeks ago, like you need something to get you to play. And, you know, it's a good thing to do so. So I'll probably sign up if, if something happens and I have to back out, it's, it is what it is, but I'll probably be like at the computer at like 1250 on like Monday, next Monday. I'll just be like, yeah, Invader League sign in, get ready at five. And I'll just be like, yeah, I'm back in. Um, which is, you know, it is, it is what it is. Like, um, I do, I do agree. I like, I need something to like to get me like going, you know. Um, so I'll probably, I'll probably in as as much as I said, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's, I won't say it's the best time of the year because there are multiple invader leagues every year, but it's definitely one yeah. of the better times. Um, it is, and know. and um, and you know, I don't. Know, you're probably planning on casting games, I assume, right? I am. I actually, uh, you know, I think we are going to. Um, be streaming those on the fifth trooper twitch so that'll be pretty cool um that or the youtube we'll figure that out but yeah i'm planning on uh doing a bunch of streamed games i know kyle was talking about streaming a bunch with me and cool. clearly you are totally yeah. welcome as is you know and yeah, we had a lot of fun last to... time yeah yeah it was great you know um i i really like invader league um, just the format, how it works. I'm really big on single elimination tournaments and stuff and the narratives that it provides. So um, sign-ups for that are on January 4th. Um, so sign Check up it for out. That. So yeah. uh, let's jump over to our, do we want to call this competitive? Let's say, let's call this Legion 101. Sure. Today, I think. Um, so here, here's our Legion 101. It's time for Legion 101. Classes in session. All right, Zach. So today we're talking about what is hot or not. And mm. we're not talking about football because that's not going to go great for us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Bills are about to score right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about stuff in Legion. Um, this is not going to be specifically pertaining. I mean, could be specific units, could be lists, you know, whatever. Um, you wanna you wanna get us started off here, my dude? Yeah. So we have we, we're like I said, we're kind of audible a little bit, and we're like, let's do a hot take episode. And then Mike's sitting, he's like, let's do hot or not. And I'm like, great idea. Um, interesting enough, Mike, you started the list out probably not where I expect you to start off with. Really? But, what? So what but, would you have ex- expected me to start with? Uh, I figured Anakin just because of you. Oh, um, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, Anakin's yeah. on the list. He is on the list. He is, but he's not first. First thing you went to was the airspeeder, which I think is probably the best way to start the list, mind you. It just wasn't where I was expecting you to go. That is very uh, fair. So, hot or not, the new and improved airspeeder. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, me and Kyle talked about this a little bit last week, but I think... The airspeeder is still on the not list. Ooh. I think the airspeeder is very much um, still leaves something to be desired. It's lacking that little bit of spice, I think, that gets it around the corner. Um, I think if we had like one more objective that it was good at, um, we might be able to kind of get it over that bump. But I think the fact that often your opponent can still force an objective um that it just doesn't score on is huge and the fact that double air speeders is still what is it like 260 points before upgrades i think um yeah. 
and I think you generally want uplinks. The other, the other thing that I think is really hindering the airspeeders, just overall, is there is no Rebel Commander that synergizes well with vehicles, fundamentally. Yeah. Like, like you can sort of make a case for Han, but, like, sorry about the mess and reckless diversion are just, like, straight better on other units most yeah. of the time, you know? They're not... Yeah. There's no card that screams, like... Airspeeders play me, you know. Um, like I would love to see an evasive maneuvers Good card type for that, card yeah. effect yeah. for airspeeders. You know, give us General Riken, give us something. I don't know. Um, but that's where I am at on the airspeeder. I'm a firm not. How about you? Ah, uh, you said so many things that made sense. I was coming in gonna say hot, but now you got me thinking not. Um. Uh, I'm going not now. You, you changed my mind. Um, uh, so I was coming in hot because I do think the changes that were made to it are fantastic. My one drawback, which you didn't bring up, and now the more you start talking about it, it kind of put me over the edge, is that the thing about airspeeders for me is that you have to kind of build around them as like the centerpiece. And while they are way better than what they were, they're still not like a true centerpiece, if that makes sense. Um, no, I think that makes a ton of sense. They're just like, they're not an AAT, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's that or like, or like, I don't know. Like it's hard to say this because like something that moves so fast, something that, you know, can actually negate, you know, impact uh, in a way with armor and cover two and, you know, long range impact that, you know, with small dice pools, it can, it can help you with that. Right. Not that we're seeing a lot of that these days, but it's still relevant. Right. Um, and the way that speeder changed, like a lot of good things happened for it and it makes it look really good on paper. And I was going to scream hot, but now I'm just thinking not because the things you got to build around it um, because you bring in an air speeder, it's like your centerpiece. Right. And, but it's not Luke Skywalker, right? And I'm going to put in this comparison, right? Like when you bring like Rebel Corn, they have heavy weapons, but you got like Luke Skywalker and Cassian rolling with them. You feel pretty good about it, right? But the moment you start, like the moment you bring them with like airspeeders, let's say you bring two airspeeders and the moment you lose an airspeeder, the other one's going to get focused down too, right? So now you're, you're probably down both centerpieces, we'll call it, and you're stuck with Rebel Core, right? And I'm not, trying to like poo poo on rebel core it's just it's not going to cut it out it's not going to cut it at that point your, your um, meat and potatoes are gone you're left with like some gravy you know yeah so like ah man i was gonna say hot i, I feel bad because i know a lot of people probably want someone to say hot and go against the knot but it's not i'm sticking with not yeah i think you know <sighs> especially when we're talking about rebel lists generally i think yeah rebel lists more so than maybe any other list other than I think clones really needs to synergize, right? Yeah. Like they're just in a place where synergy is like mm. a, a big deal, specifically with command guards and stuff. Um, yeah, I think I think the the airspeeders problems are no longer with the unit; it's more of a systematic thing. Yeah, a yeah. systemic thing, and, and, and it and it sucks because it's like it's the the gap is so close now. Um, and like vital assets did help it a little bit, right? But it's just not enough. It's just not enough. I, I think it's close. I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's just definitely like, close. It's like one of those things that like 
I sort of feel like an airspeeder is like a Luke Skywalker with no command cards. Yeah. You know, it's like, or a Luke Skywalker with just generics. Like, I would never yeah. bring Luke Skywalker with generic command cards, right? That he's just like not good at that point. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, and I think uh, in that vein, like the new heavies on the Separatist and Republic side, like we don't have their generic one pips yet, but we know what they are. And yeah. They're super good. And you they're, know? yeah. Um, it sets and, up a lot of different things in those two like lists. Or not list, but armies like it synergizes with you know droids and giving out orders, and it synergizes with clones, and you can set up some fire supports and stuff like that. Like a lot of different things you can do with those orders that you just don't get in the. It, it was really when you started talking command cards that it started changing my mind about how I felt about it because you have to build around them, but what you build around those airspeeders doesn't feel that great. Yeah, like yeah. I think I think it's tough. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you know General Reagan in the future. Um, so, yeah. all right, here's the next question, Zach. We're gonna quick quick swap from air speeder to land speeder. Zach, are land speeders hot or not? Uh, another tough one. This is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna say hot, and I'm gonna say this with a grain of salt. I'm gonna say it's hot. Because in the right hands of someone that can play jank, I think the land speeder is really good. And what I mean by that is throwing like Sabine in a land speeder or like, and you've, you've wrote, written blogs about this, right? And if you can pull, if you, here's the thing, right? You're playing a game of Legion or you're playing a tournament of Legion. You're always thinking about like normal lists, like whenever you're preparing, right? Someone's going to, but you always have to like think someone's going to bring jank, but you can't fully prepare for it because jank is jank. Like Sabine flying around, throwing bombs out of a land speeder is not something you can kind of account for and or Han, right? Um, so I think in the right hands, the land speeder is hot. Um, other than that, it's probably not, but I'm going to roll with hot because I think it is a unit that someone can make work. And I'm not saying that, and, and, and again, air speeder, someone can make work too, but the land speeder pizzazz with you know, throwing somebody in, like the changing of being able to shoot and throw bombs out of that land speeder, like changes the outlook, like the outlook for me. Oh, I am, you? I am right there with you, my man. I think that like, so I, I put up a list on, on my blog article. I think I called it, called it like fast and furious or too fast and too furious or whatever. And, um, I, I think it's, it's exactly what you called it is jank. <laughs> um, but I think that, People have no idea what to do if you set up a land speeder with Sabine in it across from you at the moment, right? Yeah. Like, they literally, you're literally hitting them with explosions on turn two, and there's like nothing they can do about it. No. Um, so, and, and the other thing is, I think the list is less, like, you can build a list with a land speeder that's less janky than you might think, in that, all right, let's say you take Han, Sabine, and R2, don't take 3PO. And, like, you just take one land speeder. Like, you can also play that game where, like, R2 gets in the land speeder to score a secret mission, and then you just, like, play a normal game, you know? Um, So I think it's completely reasonable. It's a super high activation list. I think that um, despite uh, what I would like to say about all the gunnery options on it still, I think it, it leaves a little to be desired in the... Um, fire support category, though if you can keep it alive, I do think it's good. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I'm, I think we're uh, both strictly speaking as like the delivery option land speed. Yeah, this is a seventy-five point missile, like yeah. like missile delivery system. Uh. Um, is how I feel about it, and uh, you know, I mean, I think that that's good. Um, I definitely I've played a few games with Fast and Furious with Han Sabine double land speeder. It's really, if anything, it's hot because it's possibly the funnest thing I've ever done in this game. Dude, just like, sounds so much fun. <laughs> you know? Boom! Um, like it sounds so fun. Yeah, it's kind of weird because you can like do some like weird stuff where like you you play like reckless diversion on han and sabine while they're in the land speeders like in the thick of it you immediately go with han and then you've got two land speeders han and sabine in the in the thick of it but they can only shoot sabine sabine yeah you know uh, (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know it's it's kind of like there are like some gimmicky stuff you can do with it um so yeah i'm on hot I don't know. I'd love to see somebody like destroy Invader League with it. I'm not oh, expecting so it. Um, it's like one of those lists where, like, as soon as something goes wrong, it goes real wrong. Um, well, now, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna bring Operative Luke and throw him in it and call it the uh, Toshi Station Drift. So there you uh, go. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, uh, it, you can use it as an Op Luke delivery system too. I'm sure he can swing out of the thing. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's so good. So, yeah, I'm on hot for Landspeeder. All right. This next one's interesting. This next, next one's really interesting. 333. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Aiden, three shores, three motors, and three generic ISF units. Uh, basically, the all-in on tack strike, alpha strike, the 333. If you hear, if you hear 333, that is what it is. Uh so what do you got to say, Mike? Three, three, three. Okay, I think I'm gonna toss you a curveball here. Ooh, I'm gonna go super hot on this yeah. one. Um, so I've been like resistant to this. I'm so um, resistant to it, and I, I want to continue to be because yeah. I still have like there's like there's like a nagging voice in the back of my head that says this is not as good as people think it is that's yeah and i still think that's true Mm -hmm. however i do think it's 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 probably just the best list in legion right now um and and i it so here's the thing marksman plus tax strike can deal with just about any threat in the game is is I think that the versatility of that play, and and for those that don't know what we're talking about here, you infiltrate your special forces squads turn one, so that basically you can play tactical strike items three pip on turn one and immediately engage and engage safely on turn one and push like four to five crits per ISF unit through per shot. And the thing about pushing five crits, well, basically 15 crits through, I think that's what it masks out to be about. Yeah, about. Um, 15 crits through on average in a given turn. Um, like, it's one thing to be crit fishing. And even with clones, like, crit fishing is still tough, right? Yeah, because like, you're, you're actually like, physically rolling the dice yeah. as opposed to flipping it to the crit. Yeah, and, and you know... Like fifteen crit, like fifteen crits reliably, is obscene. Um, yeah, 
it is you know i don't know it's it's a lot um it's it's not gonna melt an aat generally mm-hmm. on average but it's gonna yeah. make it so that it's probably damaged it'll um, probably die in the cording if i turn right yeah um you know so you know i don't want to say it's super hot but i think it's super hot i expect it to be everywhere in invader league mm-hmm. um that's where that's where i'm at on it well how about you hot or not i hate the list so i'm not and this is a strict personal thing um i have all the same thoughts that you do i do think um i'm not saying it's like a bad list i just don't think it's as hot as people make it out to be uh, i have that nagging feeling that you have that like it's just not as good as it as it appears and maybe i'll be proven wrong i, I need to see it probably in invader league to kind of maybe like get me to feel differently about it but there's a couple of reasons why i'm a not and you'll probably agree with them and i do understand why the list is still good though like i understand how like how good marksman is i'm not saying i don't understand all those things but there's reasons why i don't like it one it it can't bid the bit the list cannot bid it is most likely going to be red and there are going to be lists that can counter it with their deck in some way shape or form and that might have to be limb viz now i understand tax strike on like turn three is just as good as turn one i get that but you're talking about two turns of positioning for your opponent i don't right? think that's true we can well, circle back around in that yeah. in that i think uh attack strike delayed is a track strike damaged type i agree i agree i just know that there could be a, a case maybe well if it's still turn three and i can still roll those 15 crits it's like no you're talking about two two turns of positioning that your opponent normally wouldn't get right so number one is you're not going to be blue like ever with that list it's very rare unless you're taking some like you're shaving points somewhere and that you're hurting the list otherwise um, I hate mortars. I hate three mortars in any list. It doesn't matter what the list is. It doesn't matter what's around it. I hate, I hate emplacements. I, I'm just going to straight. I'm with you. I'm with you. hate them. I play Legion to not play emplacement troopers. Okay. I don't play the Mark II. I don't play the, the mortar. I don't play the E-Web. But if clones came out with one, I don't care how, if it was ridiculously busted, I will not put it on the table. It's just not, it's just not how I play the game. I don't like them. They're sitting ducks. Even um, if you put them in the back of the tank? That sounds kind of fun. So maybe you just caught me in a lie. Um, <laughs> but like, I think that the list will have a really good win rate, but there are a lot of lists that could probably counter it when, and when it really matters, which is going to be like single limbs, right? Like, I think that it's going to be a list that just makes it storm through round Robin comes single elimination. I have a feeling that it's going to be a list that like will perform well, but it's not going to be like the arc star type of thing where it elevates to that level. Um, just because there are ways to, to kind of counter it. Now, obviously if you're getting tax strike by that list, it's going to hurt. If you don't survive the tax strike, you're in trouble. Um, on the flip side, if you're throwing the tax strike out there and it fails, you could be in trouble there too. Like, let's say, and I'm not saying that the dice fail, you're still going to roll those crits, but let's say your opponent like rolls hot, right? And like, you don't do the necessary wounds. You don't delete a couple activations, which is the main premise of the list, right? Is to go up on activations and the coordinated fire turn, right? You, you like the whole premise is you order out your six core and then all you have left in the bag is Iden and your three ISF, right? So like your bag is controlled and your orders are controlled on the board, right? 
uh, and your and your shores get aims, which is always good, right? Um, but if you don't get yourself on those activations, you're throwing two three pips right um, early. Your opponent can counter those with two pips, and guess what? Act like if you have an ISF that should have peekabooed, but you were trying to delete an action, you know, an activation, so you had to double move, right? Now they're in the open, and your opponent throws a card that can counter them, and like let's say it's like crack shot, right? Which is just a generic thing, right? They're they're taking two ISF off the board, which is important. Um, there's just a lot of different. I just don't like a list that has its eggs in one basket. Is basically what it boils down to for me. Um, the list is very good, but I'm still giving it a knock. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I think I think you bring up some important points. One thing that I I'm not sure I heard you brought up today, but I think that you have brought up in the past that I am I think is relevant is that um, it's very easy to be pre- precise on tabletop simulator. Yeah. Um, and this list like is very precision based. Yes. Um, and I think that when you hit a real table, I think yeah. that you're right in that. Uh, the list does get a little worse. I also think that um, this list is one of the most targetable um, yes. in how you deal with it, specifically if you're rebels. You know, yeah. um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the name of the card wrong because I always sw- swap them. But is it sabotage communications? Is that what yes. I'm looking for? Yes. You know, I think you know I think you were making a point about it making surviving elims. You know, um, and I think that like one player. One rebel player that really knows how to play sabotage communications, um, we'll just we'll just start dropping these lists left and right. You know. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I'm with you in the sense that. So back to circle back to one thing before we move on, because this is like a hot take, but also we're discussing a lot of things, right? I agree that if tax strike doesn't go off in like turn one, uh, it's a problem for that list. Um, like it needs to go off on turn one for that list to optimize what it's trying to get its value out of. Um, yeah, no or and like turn two, maybe I'll give you turn. But if you're talking limb viz and you can't use it till turn three, I don't think it's good. I, I think, I think the cat's out of the bag. I, I understand that maybe on some maps or some situations, it might be okay. It's not like, I think tax strike is less flexible than take that clankers, right? Take that clankers, I think is always good. It doesn't matter what turn you play it on. It always has its value. It's better to be played early, mind you, right? Or earlier, but it still has value later on in the game. I, I think tax strike as the game goes full, you know, onward, it loses a little bit of value. Yeah. I think that um, <clears throat> because you don't have snipers and you're relying on basically you're, you're relying on that forward, you know, three ISF to really do your damage um, early on. Like, the snowball starts with tax strike. Like, you're, the list is relying on you to, like, overwhelm your opponent in bodies, basically. But if you're yeah. not shooting things, you're not going to overwhelm them. Um, and, like, yeah. range four T21B shots and mortar shots are fine, but... Um, Chances are, if you're not in range to ISF them, you're not in range to shoot them with T21Bs and mortars, um, is the thing. Yeah, and those mortars just moving along at slow pace. Yeah, <laughs> no, not for me. All right, all right. So, hot or not, next up, fourth on the list, is my boy Anakin. Um, uh. I know everybody was waiting for this one. Zach is Anakin skywalker hot or not 
He is as cold as the Tatooine sand at night when he killed the Tusken Raiders. Ooh, um, cold as ice. He's he is a not. Um, real simple. I just the flaw is too damaging to him. I, I just in a competitive setting, I think the flaw is too damaging. I, I think um, a, a, a skilled enough player will find a way to exploit that flaw. And um, I I want him to be I want him to be good so like so bad. Like the design of Anakin is great. Um, I love it. Um, I do think that if you're playing Anakin, you should dis- you should actually contemplate not taking his two pip. That's another hot take. Um, but I think I think there's a world where you drop his two pip and you make that suppression mitigation a little bit better on yourself, and and maybe he turns a little hot. Maybe he warms up a little bit on the hot plate, but he's just a not for me. Um, I, that said, I want to play him in Obi Wan and have some funsies. And I'll probably play that Invader League for a game, maybe, um, just for fun. But it's just a knot for me. Is he still a knot for you, Mike? Because we all know he's been a knot for you. I am firmly in the knot camp. Um, yeah. However, I want to take this a step further today. Ooh. I would like Ooh. to to, f- to further in the knot camp. <laughs> yes. I want to <laughs> say I think Anakin Skywalker could not have his flaw card at all and he would still be complete and utter garbage (laughs) i you know i don't necessarily disagree i don't necessarily disagree um because again even without the flaw right the the drawbacks on those cards are kind of still bad and and you're also talking about the fact and maybe it's not i gotta i think i've discussed this before maybe it's not the fact that it's about anakin it's the fact about someone who we'll talk about next is yeah, you just spend the extra 10 points to take Kenobi probably, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So I think, um, we'll get to, we'll get to Kenobi in a second, but I do think yeah. that like, w- why not just spend the 10 points to get all these sweet abilities from the get go where I don't have to play command guards. Yeah. You know, it's... like, I mean, are the abilities are a little different, but a le- exemplar is enough like guardian, you know, unless you're doing like some specific standby Sharon shenanigans. Yeah, you like, bring Anakin and Padme and two Overwatchers or a couple Overwatchers, and you have that option. The thing is, that list is is just it's, <laughs> it's two hundred and fifty five points. Can build me a standby Sharon Anakin Padme list that looks good on paper, <laughs> and I like it has to look good on paper. Um, I will. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure something out. I'll give you a promo <laughs> or something, but but it has to pass muster on this. Looks like it can survive in a competitive setting because I've been trying to put it together forever. Um, but yeah, I just so I mean like relentless is cool, but it's basically just charge unless you take saber throw. Like I don't, I you know I don't like saber throws. And, so. and he's only got two four slots, so you kind of want push and you kind of want choke. He's kind of got the Darth Vader problem, which I guess is thematic, but fine um you know i don't know um he's basically a 160 point luke that like turns into kenobi after you play a couple command cards but like i would rather have kenobi and then dope command cards yeah you know like like command cards that do things you know like like kenobi's command cards change the game (laughs) you know (sighs) anakin's command cards are power him up but they don't they're just not they don't there's there's no oomph there's no splash there's no there's no sparkle there's no spice you know no. um ah. I, I don't know 
I just it's like so sad to say it out loud. It's so true. Like like, uh, couldn't we have like a one pip command card that's like father of Skywalker and like is just like swing your lightsaber twice? Like yeah, I don't know. Like like I think I think his I would one take some pip dodge could, cards. Yeah, I th- I think his <laughs> one pip could literally have attack twice. You may attack twice on it this turn, and it he would it would be fine. Like it yeah. Like I don't know. Um. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I mean, think, could, I think you could just... throw his flawed card out the window. He would still be bad. Yeah, the flaw makes it even worse. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, so like segueing into Obi Wan, like, right? Like one force uses to the next, right? In Gar, right? Obi Wan, hot or not? Man, I, I'm with you. I want Obi Wan Kenobi to be oh! hot. However, I think he is still firmly not. Oh, um, fighting words. Yeah, I know. I know they're fighting words. I um, I, to be fair, of everything we've talked about so far, this is the one I'm least sure of. Yeah. Um, I think he maybe maybe he's hot, but I think I'm still in camp not until proven otherwise. Yeah. If, if somebody proves me otherwise and takes a Kenobi list to the top eight in Invader League, I will eat my words they're going um, to they're going to yeah i'm sure they are uh, <laughs> but uh you know i think i think that republic is in a weird spot with taking commanders over 100 points at the moment because their stuff is just too expensive i mean uh let me back up that's not fair it's rex is so cheap rex is so the thing is <laughs> competitive clone lists still look like they did yeah. Three months ago, right? Yeah. Um, and I just think that Kenobi, for all of the things that I said were amazing about Kenobi over Anakin, I still think Kenobi's not good enough, which which should inform you why I think Anakin is bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like I'm like, he, Anakin is, no, he is, Kenobi is head and shoulders like three times better than Anakin. Yeah. But... I still just don't think that um, he's able to beat Rex plus an activation of, like, good clones, which is basically what you're trading him for. Um, I think too often a Phase 2 Z6 squad, like, basic and Rex is just, like, strictly better than Kenobi most of the time. Um I don't know, man. I'm going to I'm gonna give you the floor on this one. I know he's your boy. Tell Hottest he's ever been. Hottest he's, con- he's right, ever right. been. And he's going to do well in Invader League. Um, I'm going to obviously play him. Um, I might sprinkle a little bit of Operative Luke in there, mind you, because um, lists are wide open this year in, in Invader League. Um, but Obi-Wan is mostly what I'm playing. I'm probably going to play. I heard, listen, I didn't listen to last week's podcast, but I heard a little birdies, you know, chirp at me and be like, hey, your boys were uh, dumping on Kenobi, pairing up with the uh, other, uh, you know, Republic commanders. And I'm just like, were they taking shots at me when I wasn't on the podcast? And because uh, I'm not going to lie, ever since I started doing the podcast, I don't listen to any podcast now. It's hard to explain, but like, I'm the same like I, talk, I talk about it for two hours on a Monday. I don't really want to listen to it anymore for the rest of the week. Um, not, not to be mean about any of their podcasts. I used to listen to them all. I love them all. But when you start doing it, it's just different, right? So I didn't listen to our own podcast even when I wasn't on it. Um, 
you guys like not to go on a tangent, but I know you and Kyle listen to it all the time because you kind of have to. And like, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I hate hearing it. myself talk, so I don't. I don't ever. As someone that likes to talk, you think I would like to hear myself talk? I don't. I hate it. Um, so I don't ever listen back. And I thought I would listen in because, uh, but I never found the time. And but anyways, the birdies told me you guys were dumping on Kenobi with other commanders maybe or characters. Little maybe a little bit. Um, I am most likely playing Kenobi with Rex, so I will prove you both wrong. If I play in Vader League, which is looking high right now, uh, I will bring Rex Novi and I will prove that Kenobi is the hottest he's ever been. He is a hot, um, strictly due to a lot of things, right? Um, standby Sharon gone and Force Barrier, fantastic. Um, I will take your Rex and your extra phase two. I will Force Barrier them and then I will kill them. Uh, that is what I'm going to do. Um, no, he's hot. He's staying. He's staying hot, firm, hot. He's my boy. I'm not turning my back on him. Hot. Um, right. Like on a realistic note, I do want to. I do hope that you know. I hope all force users perform well in Vader League. I, I feel like that is something I want to see. Now that we're in this post standby sharing world, and we haven't had like a a true competitive event to kind of get the gauging of it to see where we stand. Right. This is where we're heading towards like a place where we can finally see these things unfold. Right. Let's see how it works out. Right. You know, um, I do. we're either, either going to be proved right or wrong in one way, you know, another, uh, it'll be I, interesting to see. I think we should make bets on invader league before. That'd be starts. fun. We, we, yeah. can, we can talk about that next episode, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about putting our, uh, our money or our points or whatever, where our mouths are on this one. Cause I'm, I'm ready for it. I love it. Ah. Yep, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, we probably should do that next week because I think we're probably gonna have Nima on, who is the uh, Grand Marshal of Invader League, and uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about gambling when the Grand Marshal's on. But I don't know. Hey, I like as long as wild. we're not fixing games, it should be <laughs> fine, right? That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, totally. Um, speaking of Force users, though, and Obi Wan and Anakin, we have another Force user next on this list. Uh, it's your boy. It's your boy. Op Vader. Yeah, so Op Vader. I'm going to go ahead and say hot as hell. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go out here and say Operative Vader is the most underestimated and underappreciated unit in Star Wars Legion. Um, I think that people are scared to take this character. I think that people do not appreciate what a force to uh, speed two force choke looks like on the table Mm-mm. um though maybe they will soon i don't know i think i think not I, from vader from maul <laughs> we'll see i you know um i actually think that uh um like as independent units i think operative vader is better than darth maul um in that he's got an extra hit point he uh, has way better command cards, um, oh, in that he has six rather than <laughs> than like two and a half. Um, yes, no, seriously, yeah. You know, I, I think I think Maul is he he really needs to be Maul is something that maybe works better within the system he's in, um, but I think Operative Vader on his own works a lot better. Um, you know, I think. 
Yeah, I just, I've played a lot of Operative Vader against really good players. Everyone I've played against is scared as hell of that man. And I haven't really unleashed it on the masses, but I would encourage anyone that is unsure of this to ask people in Legion Premier League Season 1 what I did to them with Operative Vader. <laughs> um uh, that's a shout out to Copes and the boys. Um, yeah. You know, I, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun times. It was fun times. They're all super good. You know, I, I've been, I was practicing for worlds with Operative Vader. Um, clearly the meta is a little different now. Um, yeah. But I really, really think that people, I mean, let me get this. He's, he's, any list with Operative Vader is not going to be as good as the Tax Strike list. Like You're that's right. just it. Like, but Correct. you know, I think there's a there's a ten activation Operative Vader list out there that works really well. And I also think that with the recent Callus spoilers we've had, um, cunning one pip sees the initiative. Vader sounds sounds real good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, hot or not, Zach. When Callus comes out, you know what you talked of. I, I might change my mind. As of right now, he's hot trash, hot Ooh. trash. Ooh, buddy. Um, and what's that? I smell the garbage mm. heaps of Mustafar. <laughs> mm. That is that is Anakin Skywalker just boiling in the Mustafar lava from my boy Obi Wan, Obi Wan, who just slashed him in half because he told him not to do it. He said, don't do it. He did it. Got cut in half and melted down. Um, I think it's not, not that said, I, I don't think it's the unit himself. I just think that like, you can't really build around him quite yet. Right. That make I'll for it to that. make sense. Like you like the cunning, the cunning trick and sees now. Now, hold on. Now we're talking. Now we're talking because that would really change it up. Right now, I don't know. Like, sure, he's got spur and speed too, and choke. It's good, but he still has a lot of mobility issues, such as not having jump, and the board has to kind of still cater to him a little bit. And darkness descends is still probably not that good. Um, but right now, he's not. He's a not for me. Right now, he's a not. So let me ask you this. Darth Vader before he gets burned and screaming hot lava. Yeah. Or Darth Vader after he gets burned by hot lava. Which one's better? Um they both suck. Oof. You're putting <laughs> Operative Vader in the same bin as Anakin Skywalker. Really? Are you doing that to me right now? Yeah, doing that to you right now. Oof, Zach. Oof. Doing it. Alright, alright, fine. Um <laughs> Let's let's uh, let's hit some separatists. Um, so, you know, we've seen uh, new flashy lightsabers come out since uh, the introduction of General Grievous. We we now have Dooku and Maul. Um, so, where's General Grievous at, Zach? Is he hot or is he not in the separatist um, list? You should get like the R two D two like beep noise ready because I'm about to like swear in this. He's an effing dinosaur at this point. He is a not for me. Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of Grievous in Invader League. I don't think you're going to see 
going forward. Um, the options put forth in front of you are better. I think Grievous's command cards, as the game as Separatists have grown, right? Those command cards kind of stink. Um, I think Grievous is bad, just straight up bad. Um, like, and that's kind of wild to say. Like when Se- when Separatists first came out, I thought Grievous was freaking great. Like I thought Grievous was awesome. Um, like Dooku's just better. Maul's just better. Uh, when the generic comes out, I'd rather take a generic and stabs, uh, throw field commander on an AAT. All of these options just sound better than Grievous to me. Um, so yeah, this is another guy that can OB killed. He, I just ripped open his heart and shot him in the chest. Um, with an un- I, I, I just think he's terrible. I, I, this is not just like a hot take. This is how I feel. Like I'm not even trying to be takey. I just think he's terrible. How do you feel, Mike? I think General Grievous is hidden under the covers and super hot. Um, yeah, I I think um, people looking to play like Cad and Maul. I think um, I think I think there's room for General Grievous here, uh, at least until the generic comes out. Um, you know, I, I, I really like the idea of, like, Dooku Maul. Um, like, the cunning interaction is cool, and the yeah. um, the interaction with, uh, whatchamacallit, the um, Dooku's 2-pip. But, but I think the extra, like, 30 points uh, you get out of taking Grievous instead of Dooku is super meaningful. Um, you know, kind of remains to be seen. I think that, uh, but, but, but I do think that... Um, when you're able to pair Grievous with someone that has force push, it uh, alleviates some of his problems. Um, yeah. You know, I think that um, if you're able to keep Dooku in, like in melee for sure, because you've, you're like hanging on to like a um, a mall activation um, with with force push up, um, you can you can still keep him safe because i think grievous's main problem is when somebody withdraws from him after he's gone like early in mm-hmm. a turn he just yeah. gets blown off the table yeah um uh, suppression's always a problem i will say the one thing that helped him out was the jedi mind trick um switch the commander operatives not being able to um be affected by jedi mind trick i cannot tell you how many times i've used jedi mind trick to ragdoll grievous into suppression problems um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think that that was a good change, uh, you know, um, yeah, JMT was stupid. Bad stupid. for Grievous. It was um, bad for Grievous. It was super bad for Grievous, super bad for Anakin, like, yeah. super bad for Operative Vader. I think there, there was just a lot of heroes that were like, I spent 170 points on my dude, and Jedi Mind Trick just completely shuts them down. Yeah, um, it's it, not feels good. No, it feels good. It's, it's really and as someone that loves Jedi Mind Trick, like it's like it's a great card. It's just, uh, but it's yeah. not a feels good moment. Like I definitely like I panicked like a Grievous with like an operative Luke. Um, it's like, not hard. No, it was it was ugly. I felt bad doing it. Like like you kind of like if you can get like a couple pot shots like with like a long range DLT, which is what like I I like kind of corners like got a couple shots off. Then I like would last because I was up on activation. So I last with Luke, Jedi Mind Trick. I get him up to three. I start with Luke, right? Jedi Mind Trick, get him up to five or whatever it is. And he's just, you know, it's a lot of craziness that you can do with Jedi Mind Trick that he, he doesn't get affected by that. But I still think he's a dinosaur and he's extinct. But uh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. So 
General Grievous. Was he dying on Utapau? He does die on Utapau. Spoilers yeah. for anybody uh -huh. that has not watched. Uh, what is it? Revenge of the Sith. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, someone needs to someone someone needs to make an Utapau map so I can just put Grievous's body on the middle of it. Yo, I think an Utapau table would be sweet, but very yeah. difficult to play on because it's it, all it, those caverns and stuff. Yes, it'd be all the reasons for map issues like last year right like last season like the oh boom. I mean, i'm talking like a real table like oh real table know, oh ma real maybe we should yeah. call up sean morris and and get something going here but uh i like this you know I, I i feel like that table might be uh a pretty penny to say the least so yeah um, that's for sure i've had a couple tables commissioned and that would definitely be the most complicated one by far it would be a tough one to make <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? Oh, let's just hit them both back to back, right? So creature troopers, right? We got dewbacks on the list first. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw them get changed, I thought they were gonna be hot. I'm in the camp of not now, Mike. How do you feel? I so I'm gonna lump dewbacks and tauntauns together here. Not. Yeah, I'm big, right. big not, and it's not wanna... even because they may not be good. It's because they shouldn't be good. They yes! should be terrible. They should yes. be, they should be suboptimal units. These units should not exist in their current form. The creature <sighs> super rules suck. Um, oh. I. That might I'm be with a you. little bit of an overstatement. No, it's all right. But, it's all right. Dad, no, no. Hot takes. Dad's not here. Yeah, Dad's Say not it. here today. Um, Say it. Like, I you just, said like, exactly how I felt. I just didn't have the balls to do it. You went for it. We're like, both doing it like, now. Like, who, who decided that we were going to have units in the game be able to displace like six units at a time multiple times in turn and make one activation take 30 minutes like i'm sorry this is silly they shouldn't exist um or at least they shouldn't like the creature rules should just be different or something like i don't know what it is there's a lot of different things i'm just gonna say this i threw on empire strikes back for my kid like a week and a half ago um, kid loves, you know, he loves Vader. He loves seeing Vader. So I was like, oh, let's throw Empire Strikes Back. It's like, and I'll skip through some parts and, you know, but we watched like the bit of the opening scene. And I remember like for most of my life, I'd see those Tauntauns be like, ah, oh, that's so cool. Right. Now I see them and I want to take them and I want to cut them open like Han does. And just all of them, I, I all of them, just slice them open. I don't even want to see the damn things anymore. And that's because of, legion tauntauns but that's it's not really the time about the creature trooper rules and how they interact with the game and and i don't know what i i feel exactly how you feel so i'm glad someone said it i i wish they were like stap riders that's what i yeah. want them to be even any, yeah. and they could even be that cheap but that's the role I want them to have in an army. They should be flankers. They could be a little bit more hardy than that. But they shouldn't be eight wound monstrosities that also get dodge tokens and all this other stuff. And can like dictate and, how the table plays and like Yeah, I don't know. Um like the fact that you can charge like a tank with a Tauntaun unit and feel pretty good about it <laughs> is like Oh, it doesn't wait, feel wait. good. It doesn't you're, feel you're, right. You're charging basically with a horse into <laughs> futuristic mechanized land raiders. I'm it's sorry. Like, 
Um, it's like basically taking like a scene from the Patriot and miss and like putting it together like a scene from like Black Hawk Down or like a, a, a like a war movie and like those horses are straight up charging a tank like you're saying like come on I mean like, like if a horse on. charged an Abrams tank like we know <laughs> who wins and it's not close <laughs> um, and I just I don't know um, yeah that's how I feel about it that's <laughs> no, good it's good it's good um. All right, man. So, um, I just just so we're clear, Dubacks go in that same category. Uh, Tauntauns, <laughs> Dubacks, same category. Dubacks a little bit less so because they've been less oppressive in the meta. But I still yeah. feel that way. Um, all right. So we know you play clones now, Zach. But we also know you played Rebels for a real long time. Yep. We also know you're not a huge fan of Rebel Vets, at least before the latest points and errata changes. With the new change to the CM-90, blah, 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 um, what do you think? Are the Rebel Vets hot now? I want to say hot so bad. I want to say hot so, so bad. Um, I think along the similar vein as you that the CMO 91, whatever the heck it is, is like ridiculously good now. It's a very, very good gun. Very, very good gun. Range four critical on a rebel weapon is fantastic, especially on a unit that if it gets to range three also has surge hit. Now I understand that, you know, you only have a couple surges in there, they'll end up turning the crits, but I don't know. Something about throwing that dice pool just feels so much better than throwing a Rebel Z6, right? Um, totally. E- even with the du- even with the double up on the, on the word on the keywords, right? However, there is a however here. There's still a not for me, and I am sure that if you've listened to me talk about three three three, you know why I think they're a not. You have to bring a Mark II for them to kind of fit in lists. I and hate emplacements. I hate emplacements. Yeah. Hate them. So because of that. They're not for me. Um, it's like listen, it's like watching Shark Tank, right? And you have like this awesome thing in front of you, and like Mark, in if you're pitching and you're pitching it, and Mark Cuban just looks you in the eye and goes, "Listen, great idea. I just don't do anything in the food industry. I'm out." Well, this is me. I don't do anything in the emplacement industry for that reasons. I'm out. Um, that's just for me. I just I, they're not for me. Um, I fiddled with taking. I will say this. I filled it with some list building last week. I was trying to see what kind of funky builds I could make with rebel vets and like a hodgepodge of like rebel troopers. And I think there might be play in there. Um, the issue that I found was the points. You're shaving something where you don't want to shave. And that's why you have to kind of mark too. So every time I built it, I'm like, oh, this looks good, but I'm losing a heavy weapon there. But if I cut that unit and I do this, well, then I'm at the activations I want, but I have Mark twos. And I'm just like, no, I don't want that. But I don't know. I know how you feel. You feel like they're busting. You probably think they're hot. I am on wait and see. Yeah. Um, I, I really want them. No, let me take that back. <laughs> I don't want them to be good because I think that these guys are going to be, if they're good, they're going to be too good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 
me and Kyle go back and forth on this one since the day we saw the points changes. Like, <laughs> like he, you know, he's like, oh, it's just Rebel DLTs are better, and like, that's how I feel too. Like, I feel that I get it. I just, I don't know. You can do so much more with a name token with these guys at range four. You know, like, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I, 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 th- I think. I think the issue is that when you bring the rebel vets is you kind of have to cater to them in the list building. And I, I get that. that's another problem that I have with it. You kind of have to build around your rebel core, which is like the weirdest thing you could possibly say. Cause like, that's not what you usually do with a rebel list. And uh, so I think that's another problem for me is you have to build around them a little bit. Yeah. Cause I, you want them getting orders and you want them to be in, you want to be in control of them and typically that's not how you play rebels yeah and i do think that like the mark ii is at its best when it's when it can like fire support units nowadays yeah like i I don't know like i think that if if we went back in time i might have said something different about that yeah but i just you know when you can because i think that's got critical two on it too or it's got critical one yeah um like yeah if you're able to like i can't remember fire support like a rebel dlt unit or even fire support a vet unit like that pool gets gross very quickly it does yeah um but the thing is you almost never have a face up on your on your vets and mark twos it's Um, very rare yeah so um it is critical too yeah that's good so (laughs) i mean critical is always good right it's just it's an emplacement trooper that doesn't get orders often (laughs) I mean, we'll see. I, I'm in the wait-and-see camp on this. I think it could be hot. Um, yeah. But I also think it could very easily be not because I think the Mark IIs... The Mark IIs are holding this this package back a bit, I think, still, yeah. even with the extra wound. The extra... It, 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 it's, it, it sucks because it, here's, a, here's a point. Um, if the Mark II had a different weapon profile and was range 4... I would probably say they're smoking hot. Um, I think range three has a lot of limitations on the Mark two. Now it could it couldn't be four black, two critical. Oh, it and would be range the four. it would be the best. It would be the best I would play placement in the game. Um, <laughs> I would play placements. You know, if, uh, yeah, you couldn't keep it the same points no. and have the same profile if you just upped it to range four. No, I think that would change. be absurd. It would have to be a whole like rework. But like in in like a magical Christmas land homebrew type of situation, if that Mark II had a different range band, which is range four, I think it's a different discussion for me. I think the fact that they're range three, yeah, they add an extra health, but like they're just so killable once they're in position. That's my problem. They are so killable once they're in position. As much as I poo-poo on mortars, they can sometimes be somewhat sturdy, even with three health. Because red dice, and sometimes they can get surge tokens if you're running aggressive tactics in like a list with mortars, right? They can be a little bit beef. They can be hard to kill sometimes, believe it or not. Uh, I one sh- I've one shot Mark twos with like a wreck shot. It just uh, three red dice. I roll three hits, throw through three blank whites. Now, obviously, it's different now with four. I wouldn't take that shot with wrecks now, but I'm just trying to, to think, make a point that they're squishy. And range three is a dangerous place for them. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it just brings the vets down a notch for me. I'm with you. I'm with you. So let's talk about 
something that we were going to talk about a little bit today anyways. Yes. Um, Zach, how do you feel about non-clone trooper keyworded strike teams? See, that is the, that is the key to the, everything here. If you're still building Republicless, you probably start with three arcs because they're still really good. Um, but, like, outside of arcs, I think there are not. Um, DXs, I feel like I never see them. Um, Rebel list, you know, Rebel Special Forces, which we're going to get into with Nima at some point in the near future, um, have changed dramatically. Um, Empire lists are pretty much 333 right now. And what does that mean? No strike teams. Um, their stock has never been so low. And I think it's a good thing. Um, we'll see if it's actually right. We'll see if lists can actually survive without strike teams. Um, I have a feeling that on paper, it's better than it seems. And I have a feeling in practice, uh, you might see strike teams if, if we collect the data, which I'm sure we will. I, I bet you in Invader League, the first like three or four games of round robin, you're going to see like a low amount of strike teams across the board. And you're going to see way more strike teams in like those final two games and then single eliminations because I think we're in the same situation as we were the last time strike teams changed, which is they dropped from inf infinite range to range five. The world was falling. Strike teams suck. Uh, we get some new shiny options, some point changes. Those shiny options are hot. Strike teams are not. Um, I hope that that is actually the case because strike teams, I hate them um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I will play them for a lot of reasons, mind you. Um, but there are so many, there's more reasons, there's more cons to the pros um, in terms of the game as why I hate strike teams. As of right now, I think there are not though across the board other than arcs. Wow. I think strike teams are still hot as hell. Um, mainly because I think they're the, the two best lists in all of Legion right now are red surging saves. Um, yeah. With, mostly without impervious at this point in time. Like, yeah. you can still shoot, like, arc troopers clearly have impervious, but we're not dealing with full arcs anymore. We're dealing with with just arc strike teams and, like, phase twos and phase ones. And then... And then not like, to cut you off real quick. Yeah. Full arcs are a full-blown knot, just to throw a hot oh, take Oh, totally. There. Yeah, Full-blown yeah, yeah. knot. They're, they're, they're real bad without uh, yeah. standby sharing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say real bad, but they're not great. Um, they're just a point sink that you don't want to take anymore. They're a super it's expensive phase two squad that, yeah. that isn't as good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you know, you know, uh, special force imperial special forces are red surging saves shorter troopers red saves you know phase two reliable across the deal all red surging saves i think that you just really need the pierce i think bx commando droids still are a thumbs down for me um but i think rebels and imperials that are not running 333 um should probably still be playing some number of strike teams that is greater than one um, you know, uh, or their special forces slot has to come with Pierce. 
I think. I think that's the caveat I have there. Like, um, you know, I yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think. I think realistically, hot is the right answer. I'm going not just because I think we're not going to see them, and in, in, in I'm kind of using Invader League as like the. I think I'm just using Invader League kind of like as like the plateau that we're kind of talking about, right? Yeah. Um, I just so right now I'm down on them, just in terms of I don't think we're going to see them, but I think what you just said is actually truthful, and long range Pierce is still king. Um, but I mean we'll see. It's another hey, we'll jot it down. That is another prop bet that we need to we need we need Bovada to get us odds. We need prop bets going because like, um, I'll be interested to see how strike team situations like. Uh, pans out. We need to make sure like Bushman like gets these gets oh, these numbers. I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll be all over it. Yeah, because like now I'm really curious. Um, speaking of strike teams in Pierce Stone and long range Pierce and three 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 Inferno squad. Um, Inferno, Inferno, Inferno. Hot or not? Man, I really, really, really want to say hot. But I think the answer is not. Um, I think that they just lack the oomph that ISF have for a cheaper price. And I think they lack the durability of Clan Ren. Like, Clan Ren kind of makes up for their lack of oomph and some high-profile durability. Um, I think Inferno Squad... The issue with Inferno Squad is that once it loses a model, its its offensive firepower just like drops off a cliff. Um, is my problem with them, and you know, um, I don't know. I I want Inferno to be good. They're a little bit of a Swiss Army knife, and I think that they're they're almost trying to do too many things. Like I don't know. The like the sniper's cool, but it's got lethal. So, but you've also got marksman. Marksman and lethal are kind of like competing each other with with the aim token stuff. So, like you want to like use them to crits, but then like you also want them to pierce. <sighs> I think I think if I think if Dell just had native pierce, I would feel very differently about this. Um, but That's I fair. but I think that like they just. They want more aim tokens than they can get a hold of most of the time. Um, yeah. What do you think? Hot. They're being slept on. Um, again, I'm not big on 333 um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, and this kind of ties in. I think there's a world where, like, a Veers, Iden, Inferno squad, like, two strike team li- like list is out there that could probably, like, smack you around and you wouldn't really kind of like you'd look at it and be like oh it's not three 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 it's got fears it's got a second commander it's got strike teams it doesn't have like the 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 full-blown tack strike i feel like i feel like it's being slept on i think inferno squad's really really good um i do agree that when they lose a model they lose their oomph um but they, they bring something different to the table um and when you have something different on the table it can catch your opponent off guard um and I'm sticking with it. I think Inferno Squad is hot and being slept on. Um, I, I hope to see them. In I want to see them. I haven't played against them because 
ISF is ISF, but I, I think if they're being slept in, I want to see it. I want to see it on the table. I want to, I want to, hopefully we can get like a game that has like some like crazy, like ISF action against something with streaming it. I just want to see it all unfold. Um, there's so many things that could happen. I can't wait to see it all. Um, something, believe it or not, something I have never seen on the table is Cad Bane. I have not seen him in any capacity. Uh, I know that sounds crazy. I've never played him. I've never played against him. I've never watched a game with Cad Bane. Um, like, wow, Zach. I know. Um, hot or not? I am in camp hot on this. Um, yeah. So I think Cad Bane is like super good. I think that for the most part, people have no idea what to do with him. He's They're, got the palp effect. You know, I, yeah, I think he's like that's a, that's a good way to put it. I I think that um. I th- I would say he's harder to play than Palpatine. I yeah. I would argue. Like I think I yes. think that's a good metaphor, um, or good like similarity that you're drawing there, and I think that um, like he's just he's really hard to play uh, play correctly. You know, he's got all these like weird abilities that it's not like immediately apparent. Like, where to put the Bane tokens, and, you know, how the Bane tokens interact with different armies, and, and you know, if you, like, placing your Bane tokens and you're being off by, like, an inch, like, can super screw you, and um, there's a lot of foresight that needs to go into it. You can't just be like, I'm gonna play Cad Bane and have it go well, right? Yeah. Um, you've got to be like, I'm going to play Cad Bane and then put, get like 30 games of Cad Bane under my belt. And then like, I'm going to begin to realize, begin to realize where I should put my Bane tokens every game. And yeah. And cause I also think like the, um, the Bane token ability that isn't the start of game effect is really powerful being able to just like warp across the board. Basically it's, it's super good. Um, and you know it's just yeah uh there's just there's just a lot to unwrap there i think he might be one of the one of the coolest if not the coolest unit in legion i just think that like we haven't seen a breakout player be like i've figured cad bane out i know what i'm doing with him i also think he's suffering a little bit due to the fact that there's no generic available right now but i think going back to the grievous thing i think he's just fine with a grievous you know um i i think he's he's playable i also think you could like field command an aat and 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 play it um i think he'll probably be best with a generic just because you can like fit him in a super high activation list yeah, um, which is what he of, needs. Yeah, and play him a little bit like Bosk or whatever. Yeah, um, but I th- I think I think this is a sleeper. I think I think once we get like a you know a a, a Lupo that figure figures out what's going on here, like this is one of those pieces where like Lupo figured out how to play like Rebel Sabs and like it was his thing and he was like got famous for it and you know pe- people like super respected him for it. I think we're we're going to eventually see a player take Cad Bane and do the same thing. Um, it's just a question of how long that's going to take and what it looks like. Um, prior to uh, the changes, which is standby sharing, 
which is uh, something that I thought hindered Cad a lot, obviously, as he's ranged two, to be fully effective. Um, on top of that, with a generic and with field commander, I think he goes from not to hot. Um, mainly for a lot of things you said, and to circle back on the palp effect, right? Um, and even like Rebel Sabs, like you said with Lupo, right? He's hard to play, but there's also the inverse of the palp effect. Hard to play against, right? They are units. Palpatine is a good example of this, right? Palpatine and Cat are like units that can kind of like catch you with your pants down to put in, in like perspective, right? Like they can, you can just catch your opponent off guard. They're not going to know what to do with them. Like the moment, like, especially if you put like um, cables on Cad Bane, right? We've been over this trick, but like you jump, you shoot, you use the cables to get back down you recover. Cause it's all one action because of how the clamber like scale jump, like all intertwines with steady. Um, so like you throw offensive push on him with cables and you have like a building that he can get like near, he can just be like this like harasser that you have no answer for straight up, especially if you can, when the generic comes or you field commander and you get this high activation list, um, like what does your opponent do? Like you, I mean, sure. It's likely that you can maybe get into a position to standby and you have no way of shooting it off as the droid player. Cause you're not bringing BX droids which I would suggest you maybe take BX droids in a CAD list because of that. And you, and you try to make sure they get there in a position that can stop the standbys from getting CAD into the position that he needs. Um, I do think that it's a unit that needs practice. Um, it's not something you just roll cold Turkey um, and, and be good with him. Um, but I still think he's super hot, super slept on right now. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I, th I think, I think, uh, Cad Bane is in our future. It's just a question of when. Um, like, I'm not going to lie. If I played a game tomorrow, um, which I haven't played in like over a month, so I maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's part of the issue too. But if I played a game tomorrow and someone was throwing Cad at me, I don't know what the hell I would do. Um, even if I was playing three games a week, I have never played against him. I've never seen him played. I, I mean, I understand what he does as a unit, I know exactly everything he can do, but I've never seen it. Like I, I, that's a whole can of worms right there. Like, so I'm hoping that somebody just plays the heck out of him an invader and just like, catches somebody off guard. I really want to see it. I really do. Yeah. I think it by storm. It's also like, he's one of those characters that like completely changes how a faction plays. Right. Like totally, you know, you can't, you can't play CAD and like expect, things to be the same um no, totally different so so i got a question for you zach mm. ham or turkey hot or not okay very simple question um ham hot turkey cold real easy turkey sucks if you i will eat turkey but turkey is a bird that needs gravy. If you are eating a food that requires gravy to make it good, it is bad. So Plain and simple. Here's a question for you. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to dispute that, that turkey is definitely better with something, right? 
I think I think it like if if I were to if you were to ask me, Mike, do you want to have ham with nothing or turkey with nothing? I'd take ham a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, turkey with mayo is like I will eat that forever. Like fresh out of the oven turkey with mayo. Yeah, dude. Like I'm We're not t- talking deli we're not talking deli turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking like like I I I shit you not. <laughs> on Thanksgiving and the days after Thanksgiving, I will just take like a giant spoonful of mayo, put it in a bowl, get like a small plate of turkey, and then just dip my turkey in the mayo and eat it. You make me sick. Have you tried it? Yeah, I've had plenty of. I you know what I used to. I don't eat mayo anymore. It's got to be just, Hellman's mayo because that's no, the only real mayo. Yes, I agree with that. I have. I don't eat mayo anymore. But back in my heyday, I would. I used to love turkey and like mayo sandwiches. Like, and I'm talking like fresh turkey. I'm not going to yeah, deli turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's Thanksgiving. You just take the the rolls and you throw. You don't throw butter on the rolls. You throw mayo and you eat the turkey. That's you what I used to it. do. Yep. So yeah, no, no, totally. I get it. Maybe it's because I don't like mayo anymore. I just choose not to eat mayo, right? You don't um, like mayo? Oh, no, I, no, no. That if that's a hot take, I'll I'll eat that's it. Big I, I, yikes! I don't like it. Um, I cut it out of my like I cut it out of something I I haven't had any mayo. I don't even consider the last time I had it. Uh, and now the thought of it revolts me. Um, <laughs> so what you just described to me was like a double cold like yikes. not for me because mayo is not. And the turkey, dry bird that needs something on it to make good, making means that is a bad food. Now ham. So you're talking about you're talking about this mayo, right? I make my ham. Uh, now I wanted to smoke my ham, but I couldn't uh, because of the weather. Um, so I cook it in the oven, but I make it with pineapple. So I take the pineapple and I take the tin foil and I put the pineapple all over the ham. So then now you have the pineapple juices. But then you take the brown sugar and you put it all on the ham and you crisp it up at the end of it. So like I raise your turkey with mayo and I and ham with pineapple and a brown sugar glaze cannot touch you your turkey and mayo cannot touch that. I cannot, I gotta say though, let's get real. Chicken is the best bird. It, it, hands down. I mean, like it's not, not close, not close, okay. not even close. As long as we can agree on that, I think I'm, I'm good with it. I'm with you. I'm All with right. you. So is that all we got for hot or not? I think, uh, we've, we've been doing it for about an hour now. So I know, I know. Um, I uh, think that rounds out my list. Did you want to add anything? Not that I can think of. I mean, uh. I will say, Dad won't be as disappointed as I thought he would be. I thought we would be like super, super smoky, <laughs> hot, out of the guns, blazing, crazy Mike and Zach, which we like to be sometimes. But we were on the. We, <laughs> I think in theory, this probably would have been better with Kyle because Kyle would oppose a lot of things that we said. Because um, I think we were on the same page on a lot of it. <laughs> I don't know. I think we. I think we disagreed a lot. I think that yeah. um, you know. Uh, yeah, it's harder to be hot takey when like the voice of reason isn't here. Yeah, yeah, because like to... that's what usually gets us going. Because he, what what he doesn't realize, right, is that when he is the voice of reason, it usually means he's like he's like um, 
like kind of like back talking what we're bringing up a little bit. And then you and I have like that, that like temper type thing. And we're like, no way, Kyle, you're not stopping me. You're not telling me I can't talk about this thing. So we're going on about it. Um, so you don't get the, you don't get those flare ups <laughs> quite as much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully this was hot takey enough for you. Um, you know, I mean, I, I had, I had fun. So. Yeah. I think this was a good time. Maybe we'll do it again with, with dad present. Um, <laughs> and I think so next week, hopefully we'll have Nima and or Brad on. I don't know what that's looking like. We're doing some invader league wind up stuff here. Um, yep. but I think that's going to do it for us today. Um, so let me see if I can get this sign off. Right. Uh, we're the notorious scoundrels. I'm Mike. I'm Zach. And y'all should stay fresh cheese bags. That's that's the quote, right? Yes. All right. Stay fresh I don't, I don't think it's bags. with y'all, but yeah, there you go. Stay well, fresh. I figured I'd put a southern, southern gig on it. So have a good night, everybody. Bye.